Hi, everybody. It's Dr. Russ. We're going to do part two of our conversation with Fatima Moody, CEO of LinkVism. She asked me to be the keynote speaker at the new out of office, creating an effective and hybrid work environment, a virtual event, which is part of the Human Capital Insights and Speaker Series, June 29th, 10 a.m. to 11.30 Eastern Standard Time. In part one, we talk more from a theoretical level. For part two, we'll talk about when the, uh, we'll, we'll weave in some change management. You're going to hear the word intentionality a lot. We're going to talk about what to do with the camera in the Zoom meeting. Should it be on? Should it be off? How do you navigate that as a leader? How do you navigate that as a follower? We'll talk about leadership skills, training, wellness. So with that being said, let's go ahead and jump into part two of this conversation with Fatima Moody. Let me go back to, to employee engagement. And one of the mm-hmm. things that I say mm-hmm. a lot is I'm not an advocate. There's one way to do anything. Okay. You know, there, 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 there are several drivers of engagement. Some, some organizations focus on recognition, some purpose, some uh, bring it into onboarding, mm-hmm. some bring it into benefits and policies. My thing is how do you build a voice culture? If you foster and build a voice culture, and that doesn't mean we're not doing the other stuff because you're going to do the other stuff. But when you foster and build a voice culture where people feel like they can be heard, they can share their thoughts, ideas, concerns. Post COVID, I would also say how they present themselves at work. My personal shift in this was er, earlier, pre COVID, I would say thought, ideas, concerns to make the organization better. That's, that's where voice is. After George Floyd, Breonna Taylor, Ahmaud Arbery, I found that myself, the engagement expert, as a black man, I struggled with how I wanted to present myself. So mm-hmm. part of it was, well, I'm just going to show up on this particular day and turn my video off. And then after a meeting or two, it's like, I'm not doing anything, doing anybody any benefit. I need to take the day off. So how do you present yourself? And when you have a voice culture, then when complex and complicated issues happen, you've created that environment where difficult conversations between supervisors and staff can happen. Indeed. Yeah. The, the reason why that's important is, and I've heard, from, I've heard from supervisors, I've heard from employees about this thing about keeping the camera on or keeping the camera off. Mm-hmm. And for me, it's very much, uh, and I've seen, I've seen leaders decide to say, take a performance punitive aspect to it. Wow. And, and, you know, so, so part of it is, you know, early mm-hmm. in COVID, we, we sit down with, with our leaders and some of the consulting I do, I say we meet people where they are, mm-hmm. okay? Mm-hmm. If, if their kids pop up on the screen, cool, no problem. Mm-hmm. If their pets mm-hmm. pop up on the screen, cool, no problem. Um, if for whatever reason, you know, we had ladies, I mean, I'm bald, so I don't, it don't, it doesn't affect me, but we had some ladies who, who early on were, were, had, 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 right, right, right. So we turned around and we said, well, you know what, we're going to have rep your team, put on a hat, baseball hat of your team, rep your school. Yeah. Uh, you know, you know, you'd appreciate this because you're D9, rep your sorority, rep your, Absolutely. you know, we did right, stuff right. like that. Mm-hmm. But, but what I found now is like, you really have to balance it. So what we have said, like from a training space. Mm-hmm. Um, if we're doing large meetings, um, look from a respect, respect standpoint, I feel like I can connect better if you have your camera on. 
Mm-hmm. If for whatever reason, also respect that for whatever reason, you may not want to have your camera. Right. I respect that. Right. When we do breakout sessions and I put you in breakout rooms to foster the building of the team, I would like you to have your camera on. I have often found explaining that up front, communicating makes all of the difference. It does. It makes a difference. You know, one little tip that we do with our meetings, we turn the cameras on for the first, let's say, five to 10 minutes, the warm up, the walking into the room, basically. How are you? How goes it? This, that, and the other. And then when we get into it, when you actually have the reports on, on the screen, cameras are off if you so desire. And I have found that to be really, really effective because, you know, in the beginning, when we were in this world, this new virtual world, we were all so tired of looking at the screen all day. Remember that? It was like, oh yeah. my goodness, I'm exhausted. I haven't moved, but I've been looking at the screen. So, so this is a way to have that, create the connection, um, but not put so much pressure on ourselves, the, the, the fatigue and all the other things that come with it. Um, it. It works. I've received really, really positive feedback. I have two of my clients that I recommended that to, and they're using it. And they say, simple things go a long way in this new um, environment in which that we're in. And, you know, you talked about the voice, you know, and, and the actual, the voice of the employee, which is so important, that feedback getting the feedback and being okay with what you hear is is really important. Asking the staff to the extent that you can, what makes sense for us as an organization as far as working together? Um, How do we ensure that we can do this? Um, What are some of the things that we need to do? Who feels like the outlier out there? Who feels disconnected? How do we bring you into the fold? These are the types of conversations and discussions that I have found to be really uh, incredibly useful, you know, during this time. What I have found is we've asked for a lot of employee feedback, but we haven't prepared leaders and supervisors how to listen and act on that feedback. Mm -hmm. Um, It takes a very, very intent. I'm very intentional about it. There's a book that one of the best books I read last year is called Are You Listening by Kate Murphy, which Mm -hmm. it is a great book. Yep. Yeah. So how do you create that environment where people can bring those difficult conversations or bring their ideas or bring anything to the table, but also know that it can be heard, it can be received, that that you're actively listening. Okay, Mm -hmm. look. I'll say this, and I'll say this to everybody, Fatima knows my wife. Early in my marriage, my wife and I could be on the couch, and she's telling me about her day, and I'm looking at the TV the whole time, and like my marital trick is, I actually remember the last three sentences she said. Uh, so, yeah, uh-huh, uh-huh, yeah, you know, Fatima tripping again, you know, that's what she does. You're not listening to me. Yeah, you did. You said you and Fatima were supposed to go out to lunch. Fatima showed up five minutes mm-hmm. late. But what I learned from this book is there's a certain value to, to turning the TV off stopping and looking and connecting at people. There's research that says, if you're out to dinner with friends, if you take your phone and place it face down, you are a less intensive listener as opposed to if you put your, for ladies, put your phone in your purse. Men, put mm-hmm, your mm-hmm. put your phone in mm-hmm. your messenger. Put it bag. away. So Fatima, how do you feel about what I just said? I, You know, Russ, I totally concur. I mean, it's really a situation in which, A, folks have to be intentional. And I will go as far as to say people right now, a lot of leaders do not have the skills in order to be effective at that. 
Um, part of it is also the quote unquote baggage, right? We come with our own preconceived notions. We talked about this a little bit earlier in regards to, you know, when folks had their virtual um, days in the past, that was, you know, oftentimes managers in their head or folks thought, oh, they're off, they're off for the day. So it's a whole new mindset that needs to shift. You know, even this whole idea in regards to coming into the office, um, you know, you don't need to come into the, in my humble opinion, don't come into the office just because. Why would you do that? Just because to check the box? That's the worst thing. That That's such, I mean, that's such a huge mistake that I'm seeing starting to take place. If you're coming into the office, it needs to be an intentional. It needs to be intentional. We need to collaborate in person. We need certain meetings to take place. We need to network and things of that sort. Folks are coming into the office to be in an office by themselves. So what's happening there? You're getting folks who are probably feeling a little disgruntled. The people who wanted to connect aren't necessarily connecting. So again, this whole concept and idea about being intentional, we have to be intentional, intentional excuse me, about how we bring people back into the office, how we ensure that it's going to be a place in which individuals are truly working together, truly collaborating together, and not just checking the box and saying, I suppose to come into the office once a week, Here's my one to the week. Let me check that box. Yeah, but then that intentionality, and I, I'll, I'll look at intentionality in a different space. So intentionality, I'll look at through change management. Mm, mm-hmm. And, and you know, so, so here's the deal. <laughs> like, there's research, especially in the public sector out of Australia, that basically says change initiatives fail for four reasons. First and foremost, leaders don't care. So, um, so right. for all this we're talking about, there's somebody who's listening to it is like, I got to report to a board. I got to deliver product. Well, I don't, I don't have time to care about my employees. They don't put resources on what's needed. So that mm-hmm. what we're talking about is you go back hybrid. We're not putting any money in training. Third, mm-hmm. you don't mitigate and address resistance, mm-hmm. right? You mm-hmm. don't mitigate and address resistance. And a lot of times people be like, man, I love to come in, but especially going back with 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 this return to work and we'll see it play out in the fall when, you know, when schools go back. You got people who are like, man, my workload never decreased, but I wasn't commuting. I got used to homeschooling. Now I'm a single parent. I got to drop off at a couple of schools. I, I need some help. The biggest reason change fails is leaders cannot intentionally be the to be environment. And here's what we've seen. We've seen leaders here who are emailing people at 10 o'clock at night, expecting people to not shut down. Uh, We have leaders who have to be intentional. You mentioned baggage earlier. Mm -hmm. Uh, I'm fascinated by this article uh, out of Harvard Business Review called Ghosts in the Executive Suite, which talks about how how you were raised. And the reason why I bring that up up is- It shows up. Because where people are right now, they're showing up exhausted, overwhelmed, Mm -hmm. depressed, Mm -hmm. There's so much for leaders that they have to be intentional about. And the one thing I would say about this also is it's okay as a leader or a supervisor to not have the right answer. Absolutely. You know, tell me what support for me looks like. What can mm-hmm. I do to support you? So we also have, have leaders and supervisors who are internalizing the fact that they have people under their span of control that they care about and they don't have the answer. 
And a lot of a lot of my training and coaching has always been for leaders and supervisors, especially from a wellness standpoint. Mm -hmm. First thing you got to do is take care of yourself. You know, before you take care of and, you know, you know, this goes at work at home before you can take care of other people. You got to take care of yourself. But the second thing is it's okay if you don't have the answer. Right. Leaders always pre-COVID, COVID, hybrid have to learn how to maximize the potential of their team, period. If, and, and so it's changed, right? How you're maximizing certain, certain other additional considerations have come into play today as far as how you bring out the best in your employees. But for leaders to be effective, this is what they need to do. And you know, in regards to change management, my favorite model, ProSci, prepare, manage, reinforce change. With all of this hybrid and coming back, prepare for that. Be intentional, like to the point you said. Prepare for folks to be that in the hybrid teams to maximize the teams. Then manage it. You manage it by providing the type of training, the communication, um, the coaching for leaders and things of that sort. And reinforce. Get that feedback. Look what's working, what's not. And then be prepared to go back to that loop and then make the appropriate changes. So this is why you need to come to the link to the link Vism conference. So Fatima, tell them uh, the name of the conference again, and um, give them give them how they can register. And we'll 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 put something on the on the podcast where you we can get a link to the to the registration. Sounds awesome. Absolutely, just getting started. Looking forward to more of this. The name of this series: the new out of office, creating an effective hybrid work environment. The date. June 29th, 10 to 11.30 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. How to register, we'll be on this, um, information will be provided, but check out our website, www.linkvism.com. That's L-I-N-K-V-I-S-U-M.com. I look forward to seeing you on the 29th. Thanks, Fatima. And if you don't see me and Fatima again, we're going to be performing at the Fox Theater in Detroit. Yeah. Shows only. So. <laughs> All right. Thanks a lot, Fatima. Thank you. All right. I want to thank Fatima Moody, Link Vism Consulting Group, for being a guest on the pod, but also asking me to speak at the uh, the new out of office creating an effective hybrid work environment, which is part of the Human Capital Insights and Speaker Series. She gave you all the information, but I'm going to give it to you again, June 29th, 10 a.m., 11 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, virtual event. I got some information where you can register or wherever you get in this pod. You can go to the website, linkvism.com, L-I-N-K-V-I-S-U-M.com. Also, also go on to LinkedIn and follow LinkVism. And uh, and since we're, we're, we're sharing what you should do, I mean, you, you guys know how I do. Like the pod, share the pod, rate the pod. Got to shout out my main man, Reggie Quinterly, with our theme song, The Virginia Gentleman. You can get this pod anywhere. Google, Apple, Spotify, Player FM, all the good stuff. I'm in the process of taping season six, so we got an outstanding lineup of speakers, and we're going to have some good stories, some good pods coming up. So everybody have a great day.